Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Project Sports Podcast. What's going on, guys? It's Super Bowl week. Super Bowl is tomorrow. I have landed safely in Boston. I'm finally recording from America. Feels nice. Feels good. And we look forward to the game tomorrow. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The baby goat versus the goat. We're going to break down some simple facts, statistics, and we're going to look ahead to what could be for both of these two starting QBs and for the coaches and also for the players going forward who are going to play in this as I think the greatest, has the potential to be the greatest Super Bowl ever. Now, I say that, that's the title of the podcast, and the perspective of what is happening in this game is is huge. I think that we really need to look at what the big story is going into this, and it's pretty much Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, and how they will cement their legacies. For Tom Brady, his legacy is pretty much cemented. This just adds to his legacy and his dominance over everyone. It will mean something in the future is that if you look back and Kim, uh, sorry, Patrick Mahomes beats Tom Brady, then Tom will say, well, people will say, oh, well, Patrick Mahomes beat Brady when, you know, when Patrick Mahomes goes on to win a bunch of championships from here. You know, we look 20 years down the road and that's what it is. Or did, you know, Tom Brady win here? beat Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes goes on to win five or six Super Bowls, and we'll be like, ah, but Patrick Mahomes didn't beat Tom Brady, so he's the real GOAT. It's sort of like if LeBron and uh, Kobe or LeBron and Jordan or Kobe and Jordan met in the NBA Finals and they were able to play against each other. That's what we're witnessing here as a young stud. We think Patrick Mahomes is going to be that, and he is displaying a great road to success, especially this last year. For me, Patrick Mahomes, a lot of people are, you know, going off about him. And, you know, they deserve to. I mean, he plays excellent. You see his game. It's it's really, really good. My thing is you you do need to see the entire career. You can't just base it off these couple of years. What happens when Tyreek Hill leaves? What happens when Travis Kelsey leaves? He doesn't have Andy Reid as his coach anymore. How does he thrive? It's way too early. The guy's got one championship. Granted, he looks promising. He's the young goat. That's what I'll call him. He has the potential to fill the shoes of the face of the league. This is probably the best thing that happened this year in the NFL for, you know, making sure they save face for the league and projecting something positive of having the two best possible outcomes from the NFC and the AFC facing each other in the Super Bowl. So for Brady, this just adds to his legacy and cements more than just more than just beating Patrick Mahomes, he he kind of looks back at New England and Belichick and says, hey, you see, oh, I do this everywhere. I work hard. You know, I just want to be respected. Is what's uh, from the Tom versus Time documentary that we saw and his wife Giselle says in it, he just wants to be respected. And I think that that's why he left ultimately. He left New England. And... Belichick and the Patriots better get their act together because this year they're going to have to come out swinging. Swinging to be able to 
redeem what they have showed us this past year coming out and being lackluster. They did not do enough to even be in the conversation for the playoffs. The bad, bad taste in our mouth. The last thing that we saw was Tom Brady throw a pick six two years ago now. And this year was, again, crappy. And Tom is in the Super Bowl. Now we can sit here and look at the stats for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But this week on the show, we're not going to do that. We are going to look uh, inward and what we know. Because I think at the end of the day, when you try to be objective and you could have all the stats in the world that will tell you certain things, but the outcome will be the outcome. And there's one quarterback in this game that we know that the outcome is more likely to happen for him. We've seen more on the on the Brady side. If this game is close towards the end, you're going to be in for a hell of a ride. But in the end, Tom Brady will get this game done. If the Kansas City Chiefs come out and they play well early, you can't count the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out because of the man who's on the other side of the field. What we know about Patrick Mahomes is he likes to start off slow, so the reverse might happen because we've known since we've seen from Patrick Mahomes, he does similarly, he has lots of comebacks, and he plays well under pressure. Not only that, he makes insane plays that other quarterbacks in this league can't make. Tom Brady is the brain, the surgeon, he will cut you up with thousands of passes for five yards and then throw a deep ball. Even actually in the playoffs, he's actually thrown a lot of deep balls. Some unsuccessful, some successful. And Patrick Mahomes, if he goes off, it could be a long day for the Buccaneers, but never count him out. This is going to be an amazing football game. So for my pick, right here on Project Sports... And I will gladly talk about it if I'm wrong and if I'm right. But I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Call me a homer. Because uh, my boy is from, from New England. He played 20 years here, of course. Call me a homer. That's fine. But I'll tell you right now, I think this game is going to be close. It was close during the regular season. The defenses are both decent. Both in the Buccaneers defense is very good. But Patrick Mahomes can overcompensate for that and play very well. He's he's an absolute nightmare. Travis Kelsey is a nightmare. They can make plays. They're going to be a good offense. But if I think that the game's going to be close. And for me, in the end, Brady's going to pull it out if it's a close game. You're you're not going to beat Brady in, in a close matchup. The only way Brady lost the two Super Bowls that he did lose was in the final minutes of the game, and his defense broke down and gave up touchdowns. I remember it well. I watched them both. People want to say, oh, Brady Brady lost two. He lost two. Joe Montana, you know, he didn't lose any. Go back and watch the games. He threw game-winning touchdowns in both of them against the Giants in 2007 and 2011. Game-winning touchdowns. Then was outdone by Eli Manning, who came down the field and won the game, game-scoring drives. It was out of his hands. So don't count Brady out. He's got six championships. So many people love to see Tom Brady go down. I'm telling you, don't sleep on it. The more pressure you add to him, the greater he achieves. He'll press forward. We'll talk about the flip side now. Patrick Mahomes, what it means for him if he wins this game, if he pulls it out. And his legacy. They will always be able to say he beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. That's huge. 
you know, down the road he does get more championships. I mean, it's it's huge. An unbelievable talent. Great personality on and off the field. Uh, Andy Reid gets elevated. I mean, that's that's big. You know, Andy Reid goes down in history as one of the greatest coaches of all time. If he wins another one and, and builds and creates a dynasty there in Kansas City. He played super well with the Eagles. Brought him to a Super Bowl. Then he goes to Kansas City, rebuilds, and is having massive success there. Grooming Patrick Mahomes. Selecting him when other teams didn't and they passed on him. Knowing him and making him wait a couple years and then boom. He comes out swinging and they bench Alex Smith at the time. It's just an unbelievable ride that they're on. The Kansas City Chiefs in general for the next, you know, five to six years as we can project maybe some of the offensive talent will still be there will be very very good for the seeable future they will become the new dynasty and the team america probably won't stand behind we always want something different quick when people start winning everyone liked the warriors the first year then people couldn't stand them and then people wanted them to definitely break up and then when katie left everyone loved it and a couple players got hurt and then that dynasty ended. And then we're looking at the Lakers. It won't be long before the people get sick of the Lakers. I mean, I'm sick of them by default because I'm a Celtics fan. But Patrick Mahomes is a great talent. He deserves to be in this game. It is epic. The storylines are huge. I mean, as far as, you know, I've watched Super Bowls. This is probably the most Titan pregame storylines I've ever seen. The young buck who's ready to be the face of the league. And the man who currently is the face of the league. The legend, Tom Brady. It's unbelievable. We couldn't have asked for anything better. I also just think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a better team. I like the two linebackers on their squad. The uh, white, number 45, and Davis, the two linebackers there. They're excellent. they got a lot of energy. I think that they're going to edge out and play big in this game more than people know. I think those are two players to look at to get make some huge plays in this game. And to be really locked in. And I really like number 54. He seems to be around, as Davis, I think his last name is, he seems to be all over the field and be the heart of that defense. And, that you know, all good teams have good offenses and good defenses. A lot of people like to just be very narrow-minded when they start talking about Brady, you know. You know, this, that, and the other thing. Oh, he had a good defense. He had a good... Everyone who wins the Super Bowl usually has a good or decent defense for the most part. I mean, to win a Super Bowl, you have to have a good offense and defense. And I think that that will be the difference here. The the Buccaneers, I think, have a better defense than the Kansas City Chiefs. They'll be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. Maybe. They have a chance. Patrick Mahomes goes off. They might have a bad day. But they at least have a chance to slow slow the uh, the bleeding. I, I don't really don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs defense is that great. And that's why I'm picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers overall. All right. This is going to wrap up the Super Bowl segment of this podcast. Um, I'm also going to talk about a little bit of EPL because some big things are going on over there. And my Liverpool is not performing well. They keep dropping games, but they have a huge matchup that they're going to need to win uh, absolutely to even have a chance at winning the, the Premier League. And it's against Man City. And I am nervous for them because I, I don't feel confident going after losing to Brighton in a one nothing loss. Well, the standings right now, as is, is Man City has got 47 points. They're in the top of the table. Man United with 45. Leicester right underneath them with 42. 
and Liverpool sits at 40. You know, you're, three, you're three wins back. You need to count on Man City losing to you and then losing a couple more matchups for you to gain that ground back. They're not going away. United, for me, they were playing well, and I, and I felt like if they had kept their consistency and started to dominate, but they dropped a little bit, I've lost faith in, faith in them. They play well sometimes, they don't play well. And for the like the past month, I kept I kept looking at City as they played games, and I'm like, man, they just seem like they fixed their defensive problem that Brandon and I talked about in the beginning of the season, who I've had on the podcast. We both we both said that, you know, they had a problem at defense and they fixed it. John Stones came back and they 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 things changed in the last month that they really they really did a great job. I'm not a Manchester City fan by any means. And they've done a great job in turning it around. And Stones has really made a difference. And obviously Pep and, and the rest of the guys on the, on the squad, Kevin De Bruyne is world class, my favorite midfielder in the world to watch. Uh, Liverpool is really missing Virgil van Dijk. They made two transfers. The kid from Preston uh, FC, a young buck who's coming over to play with us, Davies, Ben Davies, and then also a guy from Shaka. Um, do not know how to say his name. Obazan, he's a, a Turkish player. Seems to be pretty good, but I mean, it will it be enough? We, we we don't know. We don't know how they'll fit into the culture if they'll play well. Thiago, from who came over from Bayern Munich last year, played really well with them. Coming over to Liverpool, I mean, I think he's got one win under his belt while he started. One, he plays great. I just don't know if the chemistry is there yet, and there is more untold. I think Vir- losing Virgil Van Dijk was huge. It was huge. Really shook Liverpool more than people want to admit. Or Trent and Robo, they're not even playing as well as they they were before. Having you know midfielders and Henderson and uh, Fabinho going to play center back is just is probably messing with the chemistry, the psyche of what's going on. I'll give them credit for hanging in there and staying at the, you know the top of the table for as long as they did, and even staying in the top six or seven. I mean, it is impressive. Liverpool is a great club. With Virgil coming back next year, they're going to go right back to where they were. And that's what you have to remember if you're a Liverpool fan. But there are some other teams that are good out there. The, one, the ones that are really surprising, Chelsea and, and, and Tottenham, especially Tottenham. I don't know what's going on with Gareth Bale. We talked about it in the beginning of the season that Gareth Bale was supposed to come in here and be that top three with Kane and Son, and he's not getting any playing time. I'm not really sure what's going on there. Uh, I just, uh, I is he, he doesn't want to speak up. Get some more playing time. Is he hurt? It says that he's fit. Well, what's going on with him? Is he is he riding off into the sunset and just wanted to play a season? I'm not sure. Maybe he's got some ailments he just doesn't want to discuss or disclose. Or is he really just not fitting in with the squad? He had troubles in Real Madrid. Now he's having troubles here getting on the field. What's going on with that guy? We made this big transfer. You're supposed to be dominating. They made some good moves in the offseason this year. So did Chelsea, and they they just not they're not living up to their potential. Frank Lampard sacked off Liverpool. I mean off uh, Chelsea, and they had to pick up a new coach, the uh, old uh, PSG coach that came over. And it's just a really crazy year, and it's been exciting to watch. Uh, you know, a lot of teams, especially the the lower teams, just beating on some of the bigger clubs, messing things up. Lots of losses, but as we look at Man City, they're consistent. They deserve to be on top. They've only lost twice. They've had to draw a bunch and pick their poison. United, City, and, and Liverpool have had the least amount of losses. They 
They've st- they've stood firm, but I I really think anyone in this top six, top five, they can all win the league. There's nothing that's completely certain. City is playing well; they're playing great, but can they sustain it? You know, they are having a little bit of trouble in the striker position, so we'll see what's going on. Sergio Aguero is a big loss this year. They need to get him healthy and ro- rolling again. If that happens and he plays well, I mean, it's over. I think City will run with it. But we're we're coming down to it. You know, we got a couple months left of this this year, and. This has uh, been a fun year. Like uh, it felt like last year, Liverpool was going to win the whole time. I went after it got half past halfway through the season a little bit. Why? Yeah, by the end of January, you kind of felt that you're like, oh, just hang on, just hang on. Yeah, we had to wait because of COVID and everything shut down. But you kind of knew Liverpool was going to win. Year before that, Man City dominated. And this year, it's kind of all up for grabs. It's been nice, but there was a big matchup today between United and Everton. A crazy game, and United were up three two. Until the the 95th minute in stoppage time, and Calvert Lewin, who's a great striker in Everton, he's a great player. He's coming on the scene, English boy, and he scores the game winning goal. Everton is a great squad. They're a good team. They got some things they do have to work out to be, you know, that top tier talent. But I mean, even they can win the league this year. No, no one's in the clear. West Ham is also playing very well. Leicester City's playing well. Any of those teams can take it. And we can look forward to the Euro coming up here in the summertime. I, I can't wait for it. And I think this is going to wrap up the episode, talking a little EPL and the Super Bowl this Sunday. I'm going to get some post-reaction uh, reviews and have a couple people on this week uh, for the Super Bowl. And after what it means, another episode is going to come out. Um, I thank guys for listening to the show. It's been It's been a pleasure doing it this year, doing all the football talk. I can't believe it's the Super Bowl already. I'm going to keep going. We'll talk... A little bit about baseball if it comes back, you know, this year, and we'll talk to the NBA more and, you know, get some, you know, people on the podcast. And I'll probably have Harrington was actually my, uh, the Saturday special we did when we talk about some weapons and, and firing. We'll probably have him back on the podcast. It was what, what our number one episode we've ever had. We'll probably have him back on. And I just thank you guys for listening to the show, giving me all the support and love. And yeah, like I said, uh, next week, we're definitely going to have an episode and the reaction of who won the Super Bowl and what it means for the legacy and talk more about that and the end of the season as we go into a big offseason for the New England Patriots and for other teams around the league. There should be a lot of quarterback movement uh, and Matthew Stafford going to L.A. and what that looks like and Jared Goff going to Detroit. Poor Jared Goff. I wouldn't want to be going to Detroit. But there should be a more of a shakeup. You got Carson Wentz today saying that you know he's he's most likely going to be traded. That just came out. But thanks everyone for listening to the show. Really appreciate uh, all the love and support. You guys take care. Enjoy the Super Bowl tomorrow. And when this episode comes out, make sure you go on Facebook, Instagram, leave a like, comment, subscribe, all those good things. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. Take care. <laughs>